Du lyssnar på poddversionen av ett program från Studentradion 98,9. Alla våra program hittar du på studentradion.com eller där poddar finns. Av upphovsrättsliga skäl är musiken förkortad. Hello and welcome to Radio UF at Studentradion 98,9. My name is Sara and we are here today for our last episode of the year and uh, as it is uh, closing up on Christmas we're going to talk about Christmas today and more specifically we're going to focus on some uh, Christmas feuds both in international politics but also within countries and I'm not alone in the studio today with me I have let's see four members of the Radio UF team um Can you all introduce yourselves and then maybe mention some strange or interesting Christmas tradition that you have in your family or your city or yeah, good but you start. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, um, I'm pretty boring. Uh, I uh, I watch Donald Duck. That's mostly it. <laughs> What about you? Well, my name is Christian. Uh, I I'm not also very very creative when it comes to the Christmas, but I was once Santa. And what we usually do is that uh, we gather all the presents. But the thing is that, well, I mean, when you have presents from relatives, they usually have on the presents the name of that person who's giving the present. So it's Santa who's giving a present, who's saying, oh, this present is from Uncle Steve, you know. So is it really Santa's giving the present or is it a relative? It's strange. Yes, and my name is David, and uh, in my family we, at least we used to exchange Santas with our uh, neighbors. So for example, my uncle-in-law, who is from Denmark, went to our neighbors and was Santa for them. Nice, and my name is Lara. I don't know if it's so special, but I think many families uh, maybe experience the same, but every year we would watch the same movies. And so I can actually, you know, say exactly what kind of relative will say something um, for a specific scene or something. I could I could put subtitles for my mom, for example, <laughs> if we watch a specific Christmas movies movie. So so, yeah, that's that's it for me. And a little bit more after the music break. <laughs> Welcome back to Radio UF. You just heard uh, A Christmas Carol by Faroos. I am uh, here with Gilbert now. Hello. And uh, <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> uh, so, Gilbert, did you believe in Santa when you were a child? I mean, I believed in Santa. I grew up in a uh, relatively rel- religious household, so Santa was not a welcome part uh, of uh, my upbringing. But I believed in Santa. I thought he was cool. He came with gifts and stuff, so... Uh, I don't know. I liked him. <laughs> yeah, I was actually really scared of him when I was a child. I used to, whenever he came, my my mom had to take me to the other room because I would start crying <laughs> if did, I saw did him. Did he have like one of those creepy masks? No, it no. was just my grandpa. <laughs> 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 I just thought his voice was weird. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> he 
He is, of course, an integral part of uh, Christmas celebrations in several countries. But where does this tradition actually come from? Well, the figure is based on Saint Nicolaus, uh, which is uh, or which was a fourth-century Christian saint from uh, what is now Turkey. And while the origin of actual of the actual saint might not be disputed, discussions have been raised regarding where the figure Santa Claus actually lives. Right. Uh, yeah. And and now to the more interesting part. Uh, there are several claimed homes of Santa Claus. Uh, perhaps most famously, Santa Claus's home uh, is in Finnish Lapland. Uh, but there is also the theme park Santa World outside of Mora in Sweden. <laughs> uh, Greenland and Norway have also claimed to be the home of Santa Claus. Uh, while these disputes might seem insignificant, there are actually groups who take quite a bit of offense to this. Yes, uh, well, and also thanks to Lara for... Uh giving us some uh, info on this uh, but uh, we didn't know about this before but apparently every year in July the amusement park Backen in uh, Denmark holds a World Santa Claus conference and this is basically that Santas from all over the world gather and uh, participate in workshops and like best practices sharing. They have a bit of bonding experience <laughs> together, team building. Yeah, and I saw some pictures and it it looks really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there are usually over a hundred Santas and they come from like dozens of countries. I mean, there's quite an interest in Santa Claus apparently. Mm-hmm. Despite how festive and jolly this tradition makes sound, uh, there were a, f- a few years ago uh, some controversies surrounding this. Most specifically, what is the actual true home of Santa Claus? There's a bit of a debate there. Yes, because like you mentioned before, there are several strong... Um, contenders. Yes, strong <laughs> contenders. And uh, Finland is one of them. And they have, during this conference, repeatedly tried to get the conference to officially recognize Finland as the only true home of Santa Claus. But countries like... Uh, or places like Greenland, for example, they also have a very strong claim. And uh, they are not on board with this and it got so sensitive so the fin the fins were actually banned from the conference for one year back in the 90s and uh, now they are welcome again but and they have tried several times more <laughs> to make this uh, official i mean but they I haven't feel, succeeded yet. i feel like you have to be very passionate about santa claus in order to get kicked out of the santa world conference yeah i think so too but you know i think Yeah, maybe he is from Finland. (laughs) (laughs) You were taking a stance. You heard it here first. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we'll be uh, right back after the music break. You just heard Park Talk with Bave. You're listening to Radio UF at Studentradio 98,9. And uh, Gilbert, you're going to... Tell us a little bit about a Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. So uh, me and Laura, trustees as always. <laughs> Laura, you you brought something to my attention. <laughs> I brought something. Yeah, it's it's a it's a feud between Estonia and Latvia about who had the first decorated Christmas tree. And if you think now it's not a big deal or something, no, no. The Wall Street <laughs> Journal and the New York Times have covered it, so it means it's something. It's a huge deal. <laughs> it's a huge deal, but actually, it's it's quite funny the the rivalry between Latvia and Estonia in general. So 
the nineteenth century historians decided because they they found some records of the medieval brotherhoods that they were some kind of mystical trees, and these mystical trees and the records at least they were used in the carnival festivals in winter and they were carried around and then they were burned in the marketplace in the city and both Tallinn as well as Riga, they claim that, well, they were the first city where it took place, uh, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, so they, they just gathered up a whole bunch of trees and then <laughs> set them on fire. Yes, that's actually what the records say. So they say, you know, first ever decorated Christmas tree and, you know. Th- that's actually kind of similar to a Swedish Maibrosa, thinking about it. I don't know about it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what it's about. But actually, you know, the funny part is that there's no proof to it, like no historian so ever. Th- they actually have no claim to no. this. Okay. And it's actually claimed that it's from Germany, so that, you know, the tradition comes from Martin Luther, who was <laughs> the first one decorating a tree. But who knows? But are the two countries feuding about this? Is this like a... Is it's, this a deal? <laughs> it's it's a funny deal, I would say. Because, you know, in the on the marketplace and in Riga, there's still just kind of... Um, Christmas tree marker. Okay. So they really, you know, want to show the world that they were the first one who ever had a decorated <laughs> Christmas tree. And every year, the Christmas tree on this marketplace in front of the, you know, a brotherhood of the Black Hats, it's, it's a huge uh, house, very, very beautiful square. Okay. And they would put up the Christmas tree right on this marker where the first ever decorated Christmas tree is put up. So it may not be important to us, but it's certainly important to them. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and in, in general, there are so many jokes about um, that Estonians tell about Latvians and that Latvians tell about Estonians. It's it's a whole thing. Like they are politically very close, but, you know, people <laughs> like to tell jokes about each other. So, <laughs> OK, yeah. so it's nice to know that there's like a broader cultural context <laughs> to this whole Christmas tree thing. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. OK, we'll be right back. That was Little Saint Nick by the Beatles. Lara, you're going to tell us a little bit about some different Christmas traditions, right? Yes, indeed. I'm going to talk about cultural practices, like practices and uh, how they differ and what are maybe some national feuds about them. But actually, I didn't want to do it alone. So Shay, uh, shout out to you if you listen to this. We are thinking about you. Uh, and uh, it's really a, a pity that you can't be here. But uh, you're here in our hearts, uh, as you say, in the Christmas spirit. So anyways, uh, one of the things I can talk about is, of course, uh, German traditions. So since I'm German, well, we have the very famous f- famous uh, Dresdner Stollen. So if you ever go to Germany during Christmas time, but sometimes you can also eat it. Uh, actually, you can eat it all time, but but especially during Christmas time. And it's uh, called the Dresdner Stollen. So it's a, it's a bread loaf shaped cake. It's actually a Christmas cake and it contains uh, raisins and marzipan. So I, I wasn't a fan of raisins when I was a child, but I got used to it. So hopefully you will too if you try this. So and it's a thing. And this Dresdner Stollen, it has a town name in it, which is Dresden, a very beautiful town. And it is, well, Dresden claims that it is the original town where the Christmas cake originates from. But actually, there's also another smaller town that claims that, you know, the Dresdner Stollen or the Stollen in itself is from there. And there's this little feud in Germany, which I can talk about. And then 
I heard also about Sweden and their traditions here. So if you're new to Sweden, uh, buckle up. It's gonna be fun. So we have the oh Jävla Buken. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. 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 So it's it's acceptable. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, it's it's a goat, ladies and gentlemen. It's a traditional Christmas display, which is taking place in the city of Jävla. And there is a giant version of a traditional Swedish Yule goat made out of straw. So, and there have been some arson attacks in the past. Uh, and I can say some statistics. So it's no joke. Sweden mean it really seriously here. So as of December 2021, 38 out of 56 goats have been destroyed or damaged in any way. So that's the statistics. <laughs> and <laughs> we already had some fun here during the breaks and telling each other what uh, um, any kind of jokes and stories behind these accidents and, and arson attacks and so on and so forth. So there is this kind of Christmas tradition maybe to set this goat on fire. But there will be consequences as well, which are not to be reckoned with. And then... <laughs> Well, the highlight of my Christmas feuds, what I found is the Peru Christmas Fighting Festival, which is actually actually a fist fight that takes place on the 25th of December. And it includes, you know, colorful costumes, dancing and so on and so forth. And then you have your, you know, family members cheering you up while you participate in a fist fight to talk about feuds. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about it. Anything to add? I mean, besides crazy <laughs> arsonists burning down the boat, goats, we do have some good uh, Yule board or Christmas food. And uh, we also have Lucia, which uh, I think is also very uh, not so, so super special. It's common in whole of Europe, probably, but it's very important here where we do it. So we're not fully crazy, but almost, a, li <laughs> a little bit. Nice. I like I love a good Yule board. Uh Lucia is feels very important as well. But fighting in Peru, that's new to me. I I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna be completely honest. Yeah, well same. Okay. Is that why they call it Boxer Day? The day after Christmas Day. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Radio UF. This is Student Radio 98,9. And you just heard Boys Don't Cry by Boys and Ivy. And Lara told us before about Jävle uh, Bocken that burns ev almost every year. And speaking of setting things on fire, <laughs> David. Yes, uh, the Jävle Bocken was not the only thing that got uh, put on fire last year. I don't know if Jävle Bocken was put on fire last year yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. It was. but one other thing that was put on fire was the all american christmas tree in new york which is a uh, 15 meter tall it looks like um, a christmas tree but uh, it uh, is not uh, a real tree and uh, it was built by um, fox news and they were very unhappy about this and uh, um, it was sarcastically called pine 11 Many people took it seriously. For example, uh, Tucker Carlson, the famous Fox News anchor, said that it was an attack on Christmas. And he also said uh, rhetorically that the Department of Justice know 
exactly how many Korans are burnt every year, but they don't know how many Christmas trees mm. are burnt down. And um, another host also said that this was an attack on the whole of America, on uh, Jesus and on Hanukkah also for some reason. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, well, this happened last year, but it's uh, kind of another turn in what is sometimes referred to as the war on Christmas that has been going on in the US for decades. And this is like more generally about a, a part of a bigger culture war, but more specifically, it's uh, referring to things like whether schools go on Christmas break or on winter break, or if you're supposed to say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, or if you decorate a Christmas tree or a holiday tree. And those are some of the issues that are up for contention in this dispute. It's just interesting because like so many other parts of American culture, Christmas is kind of becoming politicized in this way. No matter if you say happy holidays or Merry Christmas, like to me it sounds like an individual choice or standpoint. Um, but the issue is largely portrayed as a much more significant one than that because uh, both the, both from the conservative side and from the uh, more liberal side, while the liberal side is maybe more like trying to pursue these uh, policies or norms maybe to um, like try to combat kind of the Christian domination in public institutions and in society as a whole. The conservative side is like portraying this as an attack not only on Christmas celebrations but also on American culture because it's like I said before it's kind of a part of a larger culture war and largely about political correctness uh, because not only Christmas but also other U.S. holidays are being questioned uh, in one way or another for example Thanksgiving also Fourth of July there are some initiatives trying to like raise the Juneteenth which would be a celebration for the emancipation of slavery instead of Fourth of July or in addition to it at least but yeah, how serious these claims are kind of depending on, you know, what side you're looking at them from. I think also the both sides kind of have an interest in keeping this dispute alive because uh, it gives them airtime, like for Tucker Carlson, for, for example, especially for the conservative uh, talk shows. It also raises a lot of strong emotions because people can relate to it a lot and maybe if perceive there to be an attack on your culture as a whole. It's also about you as a person and your your freedom. And uh, maybe also can relate to the like fear of secularization. So, for example, there's another debate about... Because American dollars have the In God We Trust on them. And there's some voices trying to remove that from the bills also. Because they're, they argue that the state should be, you know, secular. But yeah, I think it's also used by the right to kind of ridicule the left. And say that, like, you're just caring about such petty things like what we say. Yeah, and it's interesting that Fox is also, um, they usually put those kind of arguments up. But uh, when this happened, they said that this was a symbol for all of America and not uh-huh. only Christianity, but also Hanukkah, which is a Jewish uh, celebration. Mm. Mm. That's so. very interesting. Yeah, and also the Christmas tree, which was not actually a tree, um, had a big red star on the top, which looked like the big red star in uh, Kremlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a coincidence, I hope. <laughs> Probably. All right, we'll be right back after the break.
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You just heard Michael Bublé with uh, It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And uh, we're talking about Christmas today in Christmas Feuds. We talked about a culture Christmas war um Before the break, now we're going to talk about Christmas in war, right? Yeah, Christian? exactly. So going from war on Christmas to Christmas in war. And it's a very interesting perspective during these times because looking up, uh, I mean, war times and Christmas, it's quite unique. Uh, the one thing that is primarily unique is the Christmas truce during World War One in 1914, the first Christmas during the war. And uh, what is very interesting about this is actually two uh, opposing countries celebrating Christmas together, leaving the weapons to the side and and just do fun stuff like trading gifts put together and having a good time. And yeah, a really interesting thing or a bit about this is that during the war this seemed to be like a, a, not a real thing because people couldn't imagine, you know, people cutting out the barbed wires and passing through the no man's land just to celebrate Christmas. It, it would sound like a very uh, dumb idea to do during <laughs> during that time. But it actually happened uh, from many witnesses that were actually on the front line uh, and who actually partake in the truce where it all started uh, in, um, in the Germans saying, for example, to, to the British that uh, tomorrow... Uh, we don't shoot, you don't shoot. And then they honor that deal uh, and and uh, celebrate Christmas together by trading gifts. Uh, and also uh, uh, one one British soldier said that for some odd reason, uh, a football came from the German side and they started playing football together. Um, unfortunately, this was very short-lived as uh, many of the high commands didn't really want this as it's not very Christmassy to go and, and say hi to your enemy, uh, to the morale of the soldiers is not a good thing. But it uh, spread a lot to both Britain and, and, Germ- and Germany that uh, both countries has has partaked in this, and it's really true. Uh, so it's very interesting that this actually happened. Mm. And one interesting uh, detail also is that uh, the German emperor Wilhelm uh, Uh, sent uh, Christmas trees to the troops to cheer them up. And um, they, if you have seen the, the movie Joyeux Noël, which means uh, Merry Christmas, and it's from 2005, I think, when they d- depict this Christmas truce, uh, the Germans put the Christmas tree up on the top above the trenches, and then the the British and French uh, troops can see the the Christmas trees and hear when they sing Christmas carols. Yeah. And I mean, it's such a beautiful thing that's—I mean, such like things like these can happen because World War One was quite very bloody and uh, not a or very gruesome war. Uh, so it's actually uh, cheering things that uh, you can actually consider this uh, as this good spirit during these times that Christmas could have, you know, uphold the people who were on the front lines. Um, but at the same time, you know. Uh, there was a little bit mi- mismatch because this was not a really official thing. It was just, you know, agreed between certain front lines by the soldiers and not by the commanders. And uh, it was very unfortunate that it was short-lived because the opposing uh, commanders and uh, the commanders didn't like this. 
But other than that, I think, yeah, we, I think we covered maybe <laughs> Christmas in war. Or what do you think? Um, yeah, I have nothing to add. Okay. You just heard Louis and the Yakuza with uh, No Money. You're listening to Radio UF at Studentradion 98,9. And uh, we've been talking about Christmas feuds today. And before the break, we talked about uh, Christmas in war. David, you had something more that you wanted to add on that, right? Uh, yeah, one interesting detail is that apparently uh, Hitler was fighting on the West Front during the First World War and he did not like this uh, Christmas truce and he as- asked his uh, comrades, like, where is your sense of honor? And uh, one interesting also thing about um, First World War, Christmas related, is that in, two ta- in, sorry, in 1916 uh, Russia banned uh, Christmas trees because they were seen as a German symbol which they were fighting at that time. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so now we've... Uh, this is going to be the last episode of the... Of the Radio UF of the semester. Yes, yeah. we will be back next semester, of course, but uh, let's just uh, reflect a little bit about uh, about this semester so far. Um, do you all want to share your favorite radio moments? Uh, I mean, uh, it's my first semester that I've been like really active. I joined uh, last spring, but it was the first time that I actually like sent an episode together with you, Lara. You. Uh, the trustee episode, <laughs> uh, which I think was a great success, uh, especially considering it was my like first time, like properly at least. Uh, so yeah, that'd probably be my favorite like radio moment. I think my favorite moment also in <coughs> in uh, in good celebration from Laura that you we had the episode about Latvia where we had actual uh, real professor there who could really you know have the who's super knowledgeable about the topic it was really funny and uh, enjoyable episode to to actually have a good voice you could say <laughs> in the subject so thanks for that possibility and thanks Laura for making it possible Mm. Yeah, I think uh, all episodes we have broadcast have been very interesting, uh, but it has also been interesting to chat and talk to you between uh, the when we are talking, also when you and the listeners hear the music. And um, if you want to hear what we are saying in between, you can join the team and mm-hmm. start to broadcast next year. Look at you making advertisements <laughs> live on air. <laughs> but I can totally add to that because I'm also like new to the team. I just came here as an exchange student and I can totally recommend that. I had only good moments here. And if anyone could see that, it's it's a real professional studio as well to be standing here and be working with this great team and, you know, talking about important things. It's It's an incredible feeling. So I can't even pick one moment. I would say they were all great and I can really recommend it. So... You're really invited um, to be also a trustee <laughs> because this is actually my last episode. So I'm really sad, but it's also the last episode of Sarah, right? Yes, it is. And uh, this semester has been so fun. And I think my favorite, I don't have a favorite moment either, but I think I've, uh, there was one point where I realized that it's okay when you're not doing very well <laughs> because a lot of the times I say things that are you know, sounds strange or I stutter and or sometimes the technology just doesn't work. But um, 
yeah, I, th- I think I realized that that's fine. And uh, it's just part of the learning process. Yeah. Uh, I think it's especially considering it's the holidays. You should probably be very nice to yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to play our last song now and then we'll be back. That was Oh Holy Night with Tracy Chapman. This is Radio UF at Studentradio 98,9. And uh, we're uh, at the end of the episode now. Thank you so much for listening. We've talked about Christmas feuds today. um, And we will be back next semester in January and uh, talk more about international politics. Uh, In the studio today, it's been me, Sara. Uh, Me, Gilbert. Me, Christian. And David. And Lara. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. (laughs) And hope you you don't have feuds. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) See you next year. Yep. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Alla våra program hittar du på studentradion.com eller där poddar finns. Och kom ihåg att lyssna fritt är stort, att lyssna rätt är större.